Hi, guys. So glad you're listening in once again. This is this is an incredible one. What I love most about so many of the people that we introduce to you is their drive, their sheer will to create a solution to a problem they've faced in their life. Some are, you know, lifestyle problems, like the founder of Untuck It, Chris Riccobono, we just profiled, who couldn't find a shirt that looked good untucked. So he created one, and now he's a multimillionaire. But some are actually life and death problems. I want to take a minute to share a pretty devastating statistic with you. In 2020, cancer killed 10 million people worldwide. Globally, it is the second leading cause of death behind only cardiovascular disease. Now, of course, therapies have improved, but they're only as good as the tests that reveal a person even has cancer. And up until now, diagnostic testing could only detect a handful of cancers, most of which need to be more advanced before they even show up in the blood. That appears to be on the verge of changing dramatically, thanks to my guest today. Ashish Tripathi is the founder of Tzar Labs, which is a molecular diagnostic company that's invented a new test that detects 25 different types of cancers before the tumor has physically formed. As he nears the finish line in finalizing his breakthrough minimally invasive test that could save millions of lives, he is here to tell us when we all might have access to what could be a miraculous development. I am thrilled to welcome Ash Tripathi. Great to have you on Everyone Talks to Liz. Liz, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm I'm so glad to have met you and thank you for this for this invitation. I'm happier to have met you, Ash, because when we heard about your development, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that so few cancers can even be detected before they're already killing the host or the human. So, so Liz, you know, um, if I can just add another statistic to what you mentioned, uh, cancer is already the biggest killer in the Western world today. And uh, I don't think that statistic actually does uh, uh, the disease uh, justice for the kind of pain and uh, uh, suffering it causes to the individual and the system at large. Uh, My wife, as you know, is uh, Australian and I have seen even in affluent countries, I've lived in US, UK and Australia for a very long time. And I know of people that uh, uh, have had uh, this disease um, uh, infect someone in the family and the entire family has lost its savings trying to save that one individual and unfortunately they didn't even save that individual and they have gone bankrupt and the reality is that the way the way we look at it and the, uh, one of the statements that my father always made was the only real solution to cancer is if you can detect it early and uh, that is what our breakthrough is about And I believe that will change a lot of lives. Well, it forms, and yet sometimes it takes quite some time to actually show up as a tumor that people can feel or before it starts to affect maybe people's brains and they're they're wondering, geez, what is wrong? I don't feel right. I'm going to go in the hospital. And it's too advanced. It's too late. Let's talk about your test, what it can do, and how it took you along this journey to create what could eventually be approved as this unbelievable test? Liz, there are three global firsts. If I can just let your audiences know what this test is about. There are three global firsts that we claim. This is the first uh, 
pan-cancer blood test. So it can detect all cancers, but interestingly, it can detect it at a stage called cancer in C2, which is still uh, PET negative. So it is still not detectable on a PET scan, but we can not only detect its presence, we can tell you which cancer and where it is growing straight from a blood test. So that's claim one. Claim two, this is the first prognostic test for cancer. So not only can we tell you that you do not have cancer, but we can actually tell you that you are at low risk of cancer for the next uh, 12 months because essentially we know the pace at which these markers grow. So effectively, if you're within a safe zone, we know that the fastest cancer will not move from there to a tumor stage in one year. So you can understand the use case of a test like that. Mm. It's a blood test that all of us will do in the future uh, once a year. And we will either catch cancer at stage one or before when it is infinitely more curable. Claim three, which is actually the very interesting one for oncologists, we can give you dysfunctional pathways and mutation readings that you typically get from a biopsy of the tumor tissue. Ah. We can give it to you from a blood test itself. Okay, well, so, now, so biopsies we, are invasive versus a blood uh, test. Correct. So the, uh, the latest research from Salk Institute and other institutes in the US and in Europe have shown that as soon as you do a biopsy, you aid in the spread of the disease because oh. it actually speeds up the activity of the tumor. But not just that, uh, when you do a biopsy, uh, think about it. You get the mutation readings of that particular tumor. Sometimes the driver mutation in an advanced stage, so in a metastasized metastasis stage, mm -hmm. when you have multiple tumors, the, uh, the driver mutations could be coming from a secondary tumor. And if you have done a biopsy of one tumor, you do not get the driver mutations of a secondary right. tumor. The advantage that we have is that we can give you the mutation readings or the dysfunctional pathways readings for multiple tumor uh, from tumors uh, from multiple tumors in the body. Now, having said this, the first question that will play in your mind is how is this possible? Yeah, I was uh, going to say, <laughs> how do you do that? Because at the moment, there are very few cancers that can be detected from a blood test or from feeling, say, for example, a mammogram for breast cancer. So Liz, to be blunt, we are not magicians, nor are we the smartest people in the world, right? We literally got lucky. Uh, essentially, we were a cancer drug company that was working on a cancer drug. Mm -hmm. While studying the pathways, we realized that uh, the molecule was acting on a small set of uh, stem cells. And when we looked further, we realized that there's an epigenetic change that is happening on these uh, stem cells, which is in fact creating cancer stem cells. Cancer stem cells then create cancer cells. A billion cancer cells have to come together to form a tumor, a mm. one cubic centimeter tumor. Now, once the tumor matures, it is truly a dangerous disease because right. it starts shedding CTCs at a furious pace. Cancer cells. It sheds the cancer cells Correct. into the bloodstream. Correct. Correct. No, not, not into the bloodstream, actually in the primary organ, but it's shedding at a pace of about a million CTCs a day. Oof. Right. So at that stage, you are dealing with a, with a with an aggressive disease. Now, what happens at stage one, as you know, is that it's a localized disease. So what is happening is that there's a mutation that has formed in a primary organ. It could be the lung. It could be the liver. It could be the kidney, any part of your body. But what is happening then is that the tumor cells are proliferating. 
a billion cancer cells come together form a tumor at stage two what happens is that vascularity starts to happen so blood vessels start to connect because the tumor wants to spread faster once the tumor gets connected to the blood vessels it will grow even faster mm. by stage three it is connecting into your lymph nodes and stage four as we all know is a metastasized disease because that it may be a primary in a particular organ but it has learned to grow into multiple organs so now you're dealing with a truly dangerous disease because not only does it actually proliferate fast but it has learned to grow into multiple organs how yep. many of us have heard out there or known somebody who, I don't know, had a pain, for example, a, a very close friend of mine's father. Oh, his wrist was hurting. He goes in, he's diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and 17 days later, he's gone. He's gone. So what you're saying is that you can actually find these biomarkers that begin in stem cells way earlier than just, oh, it, it's ravaged the whole body. We didn't realize it until now. Correct. So if I can close that loop, what is happening is that once the tumor starts shedding its tumor bits, if you will, the CTCs, it, those CTCs break down and they release their contents, which is ctDNA and cell-free RNA. The entire liquid biopsy space, all the big companies that you probably know of, right, um, have essentially been looking for these uh, these tumor bits floating about in peripheral blood. So they are looking for CTCs, ctDNA, cell-free RNA, all resultant markers of the tumor. Mm -hmm. What we had stumbled onto was a causative marker for the tumor. So because the stem cells are growing into the cancer cells, which is actually growing into the tumor. And the interesting thing was that these cancer stem cells start becoming visible in the blood, in peripheral blood, a good 12 to 18 months before the tumor even forms. So the nature of our breakthrough is what we what we realized was that from peripheral blood, we could isolate or enrich our cells of interest because we know how to distinguish between the healthy uh, pluripotent stem cells right. versus the cancer stem cells. We are able to actually look at what is the cancer stem cell load. And that we realized is an indicator of when cancer is mm. absent, when cancer is imminent, and when cancer is present. This is Everyone Talks to Liz, and we will be right back. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates it's faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clayman. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clayman right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clayman. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You had a trial and you started in India. How many people and how reliable was it? What were the results? 
So the Indian study was a thousand patient study where we literally, it was a simple design where they took 500 non-cancer patients and 500 cancer patients. And what we were able to show was with very, very high sensitivity. And this, the cancer patients, in fact, had 25 different cancers within them. What we were able to show that we had extremely high sensitivity and we were able to detect all the cancer patients. But interestingly, we were able to detect the non-cancer patients. Now, Liz, this is very important to understand. The truth is that we get a reading from our cells of interest that this person does not have cancer, mm -hmm. right? Because essentially, remember that we get a reading even for healthy patients, as opposed to a CTC-based approach where the absence of tumor cells in the blood is indicative of non-cancer. Now, absence of evidence is not the same as evidence of absence. Right, as evidence of you, you don't have it. You can't definitively correct. say that. Correct, correct. Because mm. look at look at what ha what is a CTC test, right? I mean, what is what is the liquid biopsy company doing? Your body, my body has 5.5 liters of blood. They take out 5 ml of blood, which is 0.1% of the total volume of blood. And if they can see a tumor bit, a CTC or a CTDNA, they tell you that, well, we think you have cancer. But if they cannot see it, right, they assume you do not have cancer. Now, Actually, the truth is that you have not got it in a very small sample of blood that you have taken, right? And that is the reason why you get a lot of false negatives, cancer patients being told they do not have, do not have cancer. And this has been the problem that mm. has plagued the liquid biopsy space because not only does it give a lot of false negatives, but it gives it at the stage when you want to detect it the most, which is early stages. Because at early stages, remember, before the vascularity has happened at stage one and stage two, you get very poor results because you have very few of these CTCs and CTDNA right. floating about in peripheral blood. But your test enables you to see those very early stage cells that normally don't show up in regular tests. Now you are doing a broader test in the United Kingdom. Tell us about it and tell us when we will know how close you are to approval. So Liz, we have started, incidentally, um, you know, last week, I also had a, uh, I spoke at an Oxford uh, roundtable audience in the House of Lords in uh, London. We have a uh, NHS trial starting on colorectal cancers. Now, this is a small study, only 100 patient study. But the logic here is that they want to ascertain their view was that Look, first things first, let's just prove that you can actually detect colorectal cancer and the non-colorectal cancer patients from a blinded blood, st blood study. Their view was that you have completed this study in India. We wish that if we can actually prove it in a UK trial, there will be multiple other trials that uh, uh, that uh, scientists and doctors will want to conduct in the UK. So not only have we started the colorectal study, we have also been um, shortlisted for a follow-on study where we are actually looking at getting a grant from NIHR mm. for lung cancer. And or we are simultaneously, especially because uh, uh, two months back, we got published in Oxford Academia's Stem Cell Journal, where we have 
we have uh, disclosed the science. We are also in talks with Mount Sinai, and we are also speaking to other institutions in the U.S. to conduct uh, even further studies. Well, this is important. But, Let me jump in because yeah. peer reviewing and published results are something that really was the biggest problem with Theranos, which turned out to be a complete fraud, where Elizabeth Holmes is now about to go to prison because she claimed that she could test for all kinds of issues, including cancer, from a drop of blood. And she never allowed peer review. It was super secret. Let's just say we project to the future and this is approved. How much yeah. could it cost? And do you anticipate that insurance would pay for it? To me, I would think insurance absolutely should because the cost for treating somebody late stage is way more onerous than catching it early. Liz, uh, we, we believe they will, but um, you know that there is an emotional reason for why we got into this particular area of research. I lost someone uh, very, very important to me, uh, to our family, my brother-in-law, to cancer. In fact, the marker is named after my brother-in-law. And uh, we genuinely believe the only real solution is catching this disease early. And we are uh, adamant about keeping the pricing of this product low. So let me be blunt. We are looking at pricing it at about 400 pounds in the UK. It'll be at about $500 in the US. But we will keep driving that price down whether it is insured or not. We want to make this affordable because we genuinely believe that if all 8 billion of us are doing this test um, uh, every year, we can turn cancer into an early st stage disease when it is a lot more, um, uh, you know, uh, when uh, it is a lot less painful right. and uh, it causes far less suffering to people involved. Do you anticipate that traditional tissue biopsies will eventually be obsolete? Liz, you know, um, the way we see it is that um, doctors are used to trying to get confirmatory results in a specific way or a manner. The way we see it is that we will actually sit at the top of the process because not only can we tell you that you are at imminent threat of cancer, we can tell you which primary organ and therefore indicate oh, that you need to go and do a PET scan now or that you need to actually go and do a biopsy of this particular organ, right? Or for example, there may be, for example, if it is colon cancer, we will actually say go and do a colonoscopy, right? Now, the way we see it is that we are not an immediate threat to these uh, technologies because doctors still want to actually get their confirmation the, in the manner that they are used to seeing the confirmation. But we do believe that mm -hmm. we will actually be able to advise this to uh, patients a little earlier when it is when when you can do a lot more oh, for yeah. that particular patient. Absolutely, and that's the point. We are also so interested to know the climb, the the process. Were there times where you felt like you wanted to give up? I can only imagine this has been a years long effort. So Liz, uh, the way I see it is that this is this is uh, 
frankly the breakthrough of my father because um, as you know my personal background was investment banking i worked in the us uk for a long time and uh, and australia for a very long time i came back to india and uh, i worked with three of the largest investment banks in india in fact i was the national tnt head at edelweiss what happened was that my father was uh, was extremely interested in molecular medicines and a delivery mechanism that he was working on now interestingly he you know he was working on this for more than a decade and uh, you know when i came back to india uh, he did mention that look you know he's trying to raise some capital but every time i would speak to my friends in the us they would go wow this is cutting edge but when i looked at, you know when i would talk to a lot of the private equity firms in india um, a lot of them didn't understand what he was doing and uh, the 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 breakthrough that i realized was that i was actually able to raise the capital for him <laughs> when i did that yeah. right the investors insisted that they wanted me to join as the ceo because they said look there's a key man risk here uh, your father is in his late 70s ah. and uh, uh, the reality is that this will need international capital now that was a crux moment for me because i was in a very senior role in fact when i went and told my uh, boss who was the uh, promoter of edelweiss that look i'm going to resign because i'm going to join this business his first point was that look you know the le- next race that you do let me know and i'll put in money uh, ah. if, if you're so serious <laughs> about this and uh, uh, sure enough the next round that i uh, uh, i raised i got funding from uh, one of the largest pharma companies in india uh, the uh, uh, one of the 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 largest private cancer hospital chain in the country and a lot of uh, 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 individuals in their per- personal capacity a lot of hnis from india no. that invested and sure enough venkat the promoter of edelweiss also invested now having raised that money the challenge was that we were working on the molecular medicine piece until we realized that you know while we were studying the pathways of this molecule we literally stumbled onto this particular cell and because we were cancer experts we understood the implication of what we had found but as you can imagine at that time when we were trying to raise capital for the for this diagnostic piece um there that was when the theranos story was breaking down oh. and there was a lot of skepticism about anything to do with a blood test sure finally we were able to raise capital um in singapore right and um uh, you know once we did that of course uh, you know and we got the clinical studies but even after we got the clinical studies yeah. there were question marks uh, because yeah. the issue from our perspective was that you know this the interesting thing is that this particular cell was not found by us it was in fact found by an american scientist in an american university 15 years back but in the tissue right so effectively next to a tumor and what he had hypothesized was that these cells are growing into the tumor cells but think about it that has no diagnostic value what is the diagnostic value of a small cell sitting next to a tumor telling you there's a tumor close yeah, by yeah tell me something i don't know in, yeah if you can zoom in and see the small cell we'll zoom out and see the tumor the tumor itself is so small you're never going to see it the breakthrough that our scientists made was that we enriched it from peripheral blood now once we enriched it we realized immediately because we were cancer experts that look if you've got a non invasive way to actually enrich these cells 
and actually be able to see that the cancer stem cells are going beyond a certain point and therefore that is indicative of tumor formation that has immense value right because of it's course. just a blood test that all of us have to do well ash as we finish up here yeah i do want to stress one thing and that was what drove you here your dad of course was working on it but you know your brother-in-law had cancer then it was in remission and 16 years later it flared up again and it took his life i know that somewhere in in the skies in the heavens wherever he is looking down and thanking you but this could be a breakthrough so so much more dramatic on such a global scale now what would you say to him if he could hear you i know that he is actually smiling down at our work in fact one of the last um uh, things he had told me uh, uh before he passed away was that uh, i'm very proud of what you're doing and i think this is going to change a lot of lives um i'm uh, it's just it's personally sad for me that this particular test was not there for him because like i said if we could have detected it early i think the outcome would have been very very different but um one of the poignant lines that he had once told me is uh you know he had this jocular way of explaining um uh, you know of making his his points and uh, he just asked me that have you ever seen uh, 70 80000 or something disappear in a second and i said no and he picked up his chemo drug had the pill and he started laughing and then he said that uh, you know at least um uh, we can afford this right. the question is what are the poor even supposed to do oh. and that is something that uh, played in my mind and the reality of the matter is that at some point um when you yourself said that this is this is the second biggest killer in the in in the world think about how many people um you know don't even can't even afford those right. kind of medication right and i personally believe the only real solution is detecting it early and i think it's poignant and very important to me that we named this marker um after him because personally we you know the way research works is that we would have probably just stayed with molecular medicine the only reason we started looking in the other piece was because my brother-in-law was suffering with this disease and we wanted to understand how this particular um you know how is this particular disease right. starting and um uh so he's 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 a very important factor in uh, uh why this development has taken place um and i know both my uh, my brother-in-law and my father uh will be looking down at us and smiling at the work well, that we're doing. Well, we here at Everyone Talks to Liz are cheering you on. I can hear our listeners saying, "Go, go, go, make this happen, make this happen." Ash, keep us posted. We will continue to follow this breakthrough that you are working on and Godspeed, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ash Tripathi what an incredible effort and when you think about what drove him and what sparked his effort as he was really stumbling upon what could be something no one else was really able to wrap their arms around boy this could be the biggest game changer in the world of cancer detection 
we love to bring you these stories, you guys, and we hope they inspire you. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. I will see you Monday through Friday on the Claim and Countdown on Fox Biz. Thanks again. Love you guys. Want to listen ad-free? You can do it with a Fox News Podcasts Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And then Amazon Prime members, you can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app.